Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait. It is the Monday Mayhem Warriors. That's what we're calling the show now. Yes, I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. And joining me is uh, my my long distance uh, uh, podcast mate, uh, Bad Mike, from Hi, Beacon, Sorg. in Beacon, New York. Hello. Oh, you're still the high Hi, angle. Sorg. Yeah. Hi, Sorg. How are you? We're 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 doing. We're we're getting by. We're Sorg. Are you are you ready for all our show? I, I I think that's what's happening. I think that's basically what my county has been doing in the last couple of days, uh, because of new shutdowns. But anyways, uh, so I, damn it, what the I, I you know I haven't been watching SmackDown. I and I I have been getting caught up on NXT, and I I do I still need to hop back in and get all of last week on New Japan. But um, where the like the, I I turned on Raw and I looked at it. It was eight oh one, and mm-hmm. and we just opened to mayhem. And I felt mm-hmm. like I was in the third hour of the show, and I was really confused for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then we keep talking about the horror show, and I keep thinking like in my head when we talk about Extreme Rules, the horror show. I keep thinking like the cover to like. Halloween Havoc, like, 94 at this point. And if there's not something that's very, very, very... Like, something needs to directly come back from Halloween Havoc at this point for me to be just down with this concept right now. Because this was well, new to me, too. Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio? <laughs> okay. There we go. Hey, I thought, well, okay. Yeah, that's right. Hey, some good Halloween Havoc Ray Mysterio matches. The purple phantom yeah. shirt. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, Ray Mysterio yeah. versus Eddie Guerrero is going to be revisited uh-huh. when uh-huh. Dominic turns on his father. Uh, it's going to happen. Is this, it? Is this where it happens? Uh, Dominic Guerrero. Uh, oh, man. Dominic Guerrero. Dominic Rollins. I don't know. Maybe he gets adopted. What? I, I, all of this. Just all of this. Um, Damn it, I got Mike. I yeah. so I I I feel like Raw was very different. I feel like there's a different vibe happening. Maybe I just felt like uh, uh you know not distracted by the fact that everybody was in danger, not wearing masks out there. Uh, Although they were wearing masks this time, they were wearing masks. Maybe that's kind of kind of kind of some. I there's like, did you notice the one guy by the stage that definitely was not wearing a mask? Oh, Bugenhagen. What's that? Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen. That's Bugenhagen. Wait, wait, no, Rick no, no, no. Bugenhagen was like up by the stage, like like pounding on stuff as people yes. walked by. No, no, no. There was another guy oh. like in the back corner. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was just like that chilling back there, like he wandered on set or something. And I was just like, like, I don't know if that dude, <laughs> you know, like it, it, it was almost like they wanted to put masks on people that would be seen by the hard camera, and everyone else wasn't wearing masks. I, I don't know that. If you saw a couple camera angles, there were people in the crowd. You catch people in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's definitely. Um, it's a practice. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, at this point, just just fucking wear a mask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But honestly, the wrestlers should be wearing masks. There was a lumberjack in the mask. ring. 
Isn't it? Wasn't there a lumberjack match on Friday? Um, on AEW. No, no, was. no. There were, there, I thought there were. What was happening with uh, Baron and and Jeff Hardy on SmackDown? Because there, everybody was outside all around. I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch. SmackDown. Okay, I was picking on some. Half of it was going to be a tribute to Taker. I yeah. was like, nope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like at least some in the ring like it, it, there's like a separation if you're inside the plastic wall you're you're maskless if you're outside the plastic wall you have masks aew kind but, of does this but too the, but, but the virus doesn't care where you are <laughs> listen we don't get into science with wrestling I, it's it's a presentation choice I, I mean i can say you know we we were very diligent in trying to do everybody presented on camera that was watching a match in the in the between fight underground and 2pw uh, it, like if you were in the crowd, visible, like we wanted to present, you are doing your thing and wearing a mask, versus anybody which meant wrestlers, managers, referees did not. Like that was a choice. That was a presentation choice for the most part, right? Because if you're interacting that close, the mask isn't doing much. To be quite honest, right? Okay. So, yeah. so I get that. Okay, but but and and it's a choice of presentation, and who knows if the people presenting. Um, no care, believe in this uh, is the other issue as well. Unfortunately, I mean, you could probably if you, if you watch Twitter, you could probably tell who cares and who doesn't. <laughs> there's that too. There's that. Because I'm going to say, there's a certain person who thinks the Earth is flat, probably doesn't believe in coronavirus. Mm. So he 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 don't want none. No, he don't. He don't want. He don't want none of your coronavirus um mm-hmm. things. Um. Anyways. Oh, so apparently, apparently, uh, Tina's filling in. Uh, the faces uh, all came out to support Jeff Hardy during the uh, match oh. with Baron on Friday. So that okay. that's what that was about. So it was kind of a, a impromptu lumberjack yeah, thing. AEW had a legit lumberjack match, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they did. They which did. which also scared me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That many people should not be in a cluster together. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I still feel. And this is you know, this is the whole other conversation, but I still feel the fact that they are testing helps. It, it helps dissuade my fears a bit. Yeah, but we don't know what tests they're using because any test that I've heard of takes like a couple days to get results. I think there there are some quick tests that you, if you pay enough money for, you could get those. Now the rest of us are when we go to Rite Aid for our free test, we're obviously stuck with something else yeah. or what our insurance will afford, right? You're not going. Yeah. You're not going to the the Jacksonville Jaguars lab. You know what I mean. So uh, you know they 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 have a little bit more access. Uh, there was there were tests when people were doing interviews in person with Larry King in March that they were they were spending the money on to get people in there because Larry wasn't going to do remote shit in March. I don't know if that's changed. And if anybody's at risk, it's Larry King, unless I'm right in my assumption that he is an immortal. Well, also Ric Flair. Ric and Flair is Ric also Flair. I'm concerned about Ric Flair, yes. It, the, the more that if we're going to do wrestling, and there is the whole debate, and maybe we should just not be. Um, yes, at this point, we should not be. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we should not be. It, like, it, like it, have every match be cinematic. Yeah, yeah. Film them all separate. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh God, like and, if and, you have to, if you have to get to extreme rules, which I get because you've advertised and promoted it. Yes, film every match separately. Yes, do not have a crowd. Have the smallest crew humanly possible to film it. 
like have agents and stuff work remotely like because florida is almost like one of the highest countries of coronavirus cases coronavirus yeah. cases now like yeah. it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous yeah there's all of that and this is i mean this is all part of this is all part of all of it, right? This is all part of figuring this out, and everyone's yeah. I mean, AEW like shouldn't be running shows either. No, uh, like, and, and, okay. Aside from that, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do feel like WWE is finally hitting their stride in this. Uh, uh, I, I call it a return to studio wrestling formula tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we have the crowd, and maybe that audio is being sweetened because some of those some of those those reactions just seemed a little stronger than the bodies. That felt like we're in that room, um, but now I'm suspicious of everything. Now I don't trust anything, Mike. Oh yeah, Mike. You can't, Mike. Oh, how how can I watch wrestling and not trust what I'm seeing? Sork. Yes. You know what I don't trust? What? There was a big show on our RAW program tonight. There I was don't a trust big show. There was a big show on the RAW program. Oh, oh, completely like not really having to do with, but is I just saw this. Gregory Iron on his podcast is having one of the girls from his Netflix show on his podcast. As he should. That is fantastic, and I believe I, I and I have a feeling that he's a huge fan of the show because I think he was one of those that was watching the finale of Fuller House. I, I saw <laughs> everybody talking about a few weeks ago, so I it all kind of fits. Uh, okay. So, um, I, I just sorry that that popped up. I'm just like, sorry, I'm not watching the finale of Fuller House. Why? I, I'm just not. Okay. Are you watching any Fuller House? No, okay. I, I I watched the first season and I'm like, oh, they did a wrestling episode. That's cute. I'm done. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I can stick with it. I just can't. I, like, like, Sorry, you know what? You know what I did watch this weekend though, because hmm. I had never seen any of it. I marathoned all three John Wick movies. Fantastic. Yes. Good show, sir. Yeah. Kevin Nash is in it. Kevin Nash is in one of those John Wick movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy that doesn't get his ass kicked by John Wick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like Kevin Nash is just on there to stand menacingly in front of a door, announce that he lost 60 pounds, which I think is probably legit at that time. And then and then John Wick's like, hey, you should peace out. And he's like, you know what? Good fucking idea. <laughs> he doesn't even take a bump on screen. Man. No. <laughs> Good for him. Good for yeah, you. Didn't, you got your he payday. Didn't, he didn't tear a quad, so that's great. Also good. Also very good. Jeez. Oh, Kevin Nash is a treasure. Uh, let's see. Tina says, Florida, where Universal Studios Orlando is up and running. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Not okay with this. Not yeah, I, 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 saw, even... I saw a tweet that said, Walt Disney's going to be up and running. Because they won't stop until they kill everyone's parents. Yeah, I saw that on brand there. Um, I can't even, dude. I'm, I'm I can't even go. I, I didn't go to my IGA across the street because there was too many people there, and I went down I don't to the feel right. Like going, I don't feel comfortable going to a Walmart. Yeah, no. Uh, so like my like my big trip this weekend was I went to Barnes and Noble. I was I was at a that was it. I was on a I was on a shoot for wrestling with fifty people present, and I'm like. And I was supposed to go to some stuff this weekend. I was, I was actually invited to another show that's doing like live streaming. Um, and I was like, "Hey, I, I'm I'm going to be hanging with my mom for the holidays. I got to put some distance. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't. Mm-hmm. I can't get around that. 
Um, that's where we're at right now. That's 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 still where we're at with that. And I'm and I'm like, why am I so? S- <laughs> Here we go. Why am I so sad all the time? I'm so busy and stuff. It's like, that's because I haven't physically seen more than a small, small handful of people in a very, very long time still. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I feel that. I like, feel I that. get to hang out with you, Mike. Yeah, you, you're the max headroom in the TV that I hang out with on every Monday night for a while, for, forever. Uh, <laughs> so, 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 exactly. exactly. And I'm catching up with everybody. We're having great conversations, but just something about seeing people, seeing people in person and getting a hug uh is uh <laughs> just something and the dog is just just staring at me over here um he's already bored to tears um anyways <laughs> was this show about wrestling yes yeah, so anyways wrestling. Raw, um I, I i feel as though uh you know i i like the flow i i and not everything's amazing certainly but there's less grown were these moments on raw i feel there and and maybe it's this collapsing of the roster and focusing on more and more um but uh the there there was a lot a lot of movement there was um again i i think i'm just just okay with the vibe now of what they're doing at the pc i i'm i'm starting to get run down by it yeah because like because like they're trying to introduce a lot of new faces mm-hmm like and trying to push a lot of people because they have to because a lot of people are yeah. disappearing because either they will not come or they cannot come because of circumstances. Absolutely, yeah. But like at the same time, it's very hard to do that when there's not a genuine crowd reaction. Cuz yes. every time I look in that crowd and I see fucking Bugenhagen, I'm like none of these like these cheers. Yeah. They're not it's less than white noise because it's just manufactured. And some of them are just like so, like like they, I'd rather they just have a score. I, I'm waiting for some the match. Some of the guys are being kind of more jackasses in the in the crowd too. It feels like during promos and stuff, you know, and Bugenhagen like going at the plastic. I feel like he was told not to do that again. You know, um, yeah, but like but like I, I'll give AEW credit. Like I don't like how they do it either. But they do it better because everyone is their character. Mm-hmm. Like if you had Raw with the SmackDown guys in the crowd, and you had like Jeff Hardy cheering for someone like Apollo Cruz, I'm yeah. like, okay, I genuinely believe Jeff Hardy likes Apollo Cruz. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff like that. Like yeah, and there's I know these cheers are manufactured. I think there's a separation, and here here's the logic that I think is happening because I actually got this. I I got this as a feedback for something we did recently about how bad it looks to have the wrestlers in a crowd mm-hmm. because um you know there is that philosophy, Mike. You know when you talk about wrestling, I remember this philosophy being told to uh, a group that I was I was hanging out with that that you know were in a band. There was just like this idea that if you're on stage. You are not seen anywhere else. You, that's why this idea of at indie shows do not see, do not be seen in the background or hanging out in the back watching the matches or anything that the fans can see you because that takes away the mystique, right? You're the rock star on the stage, you know. And if you're you're out milling with the crowd, then why the fuck did I pay to see you, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's the philosophy when we when we, you know, the the wrestlers in the crowd for all these shows are the ones you don't know. Because they're all PC, unless you're super fans that actually follow that. But you can progress stories Mm -hmm. 
if it's wrestlers we know in the crowd. Because, spoiler alert, seeing wrestlers we don't know in the crowd, we still know they're wrestlers. Yeah. We still know they're paid by we WWE. Told. We were told they are. We were told that they're performance yeah, like, center trainings. Like, that doesn't make it legitimate. But that makes them... But that, that like, would, honestly, I would rather say... That like them not say that yes, and hide ones like Shotzi Blackheart or yes. Bugenhagen ones that stand out like. And I'm knowing Shotzi, I'm not seeing in the crowd as much anymore because because you did stand out a little bit more. But well, uh, no, she has merch now, so okay, all right. So yeah, and she's doing some big stuff over in NXT, so she's not just yeah. the lower tier kind of thing. Um, but then was did she have a tank in the crowd like several weeks ago for one of the other shows? No, no? no. was that not a thing? This no. me. It just means that was that was your fever dream. Ah, uh, yeah, I've been having a lot of those lately. Um, I feel like I've been having one long one since March. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> I, I I I think you know so so whereas uh, uh, AEW kind of shirks those trends and and doesn't go you know with those ideas and they can do something fun with it you know that kind of sticks out right. Um, you know, you're talking about working people in. Pineapple Pete is a perfect example, right? Like yeah. Jericho made Pineapple Pete, a.k.a. Sugar Sugar Dunkington, Sug D, that we've talked to on the Indie Mayhem show years ago. Um, you know, that... that you, got, you got him a match with Dynamite. Got him a match like, on Dynamite with freaking Chris Jericho. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. You know? Mm-hmm. You, you made another potential, you know, uh, a star in the making, somebody that you can do something with on dark, like that is fantastic. You know, but, but you you brought him up on on primetime television, great. You know, uh, uh, but I I think you know also WWE has such a deeper roster and just a different not way now. of thinking. Yeah, not now, but I mean, not now, like like Christ, if if Andrade and Angel Garza have to wrestle two matches on a three hour show, maybe you need to re- rethink mm-hmm. the order of matches. Yeah, yeah. Like, because yeah. you have so many people in the back that won't that won't or shouldn't wrestle on TV. Mm-hmm. Like, is Randy Orton there? I'm sure he probably was. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to have a Randy Orton match on TV. Are we heading towards Big Show and Orton at the pay per view? Yeah, we have to because Edge is injured. Edge is injured. And, okay, and Christian, and Christian can't actually wrestle. Right, like, he's right. Not yeah, he goes in, so. takes the takes the move. He's protect. You know, that's it. Uh, I, I was wondering, cause, like, when the show came out, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a, this is a, uh, this is this is like a in betweener thing until we do something with Edge after he heals, right? Uh, which yeah, the, I'm which, presuming which, Edge is going to be back for SummerSlam. Yeah, hopefully. so 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 he, he's a placeholder guest, but uh, it, it just felt like, oh oh, this will be like the next couple weeks of Raw, and then we'll have him and Edge at, at the paper. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, you know. I I don't know. I, I was I was. Looking at that greatest match of all time again, mm-hmm. and it still makes no sense to me. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, which part of it? Like the the hey, let's do everyone's finisher part. Okay. Like the only one that makes sense to me is Edge doing a kill switch and Orton doing a pedigree. I've been thinking a lot about this because there there was um there there was a lot of talk about like when you do a finisher it should be the end of the the, the end of the match kind of idea and bringing that mm-hmm. back you know i and and, and it, it's interesting how that whole like a ring of honor uh everybody's finisher you know uh false finish things like bled into wwe isn't it so but well i wwe was doing it first okay hulk hogan hulk hogan was the king of that yes but not the and, uh, Warrior. Ultimate Warrior kicked out of five 
Macho Man elbow drops. Yeah. For Christ's <laughs> sake. I'm still angry about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still livid about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, it's an it's a, you know, it's a it's a misstart in the long run. I guess. Hey, were you excited when we when we when we discovered who our next savior of the women's evolution is going to be tonight? Somebody with more wins than even the champion, someone with more experience than any of them that has a championship belt right now. That's right, Natalia. I felt like that was in there just to troll you. Thank you, Lana. You know, for every for every Ruby Riot versus Peyton Royce match I get, they have to throw uh, Natalia is the savior over the women's side. Which, by the way, was delightful. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um. So, so you want some stats on Natalia? Hit me with the stats. Let me give me the numbers. Give me the numbers. Okay. So this is over her whole career. So let's, you know, when when did when did Natty get to um to WWE? Hold on, let me let me let me know. just double check because it's it's been a while. A decade ago, over that I think. Really, really, yeah, yeah. Natty uh, signed with WWE in two thousand seven. Okay, two thousand seven. Let's see. Uh, two thousand seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. so they're touting that Natty has the most wins of any woman on the roster. Yes. Right. Natty's had. Um, 22 matches in 2020. Okay. 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 How many do you want to think she's won? Oh, none of them this year. Like two? Six. Six. Okay. Six. Natty's best win percentage was 2015. She won 82% of her matches. Okay. Okay. Um, Natty last year won 65% of her matches. Okay. In 2017, she won 18% of her matches. Okay. Um, Natty has more losses than wins. Okay, well, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> listen, listen. This math can get fun. Uh, but how <laughs> many wins does she have? She has, um, over her whole career, she has, let's, let's see, hold on. Let me do some quick math. Quick math real. Let me bring up... Uh, Quackulator here. So basically, uh, do, 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 do. This is great for audio people. Give him a do, minute. Do. He's a scientist. Natalia has 595 wins. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so by the way, I love that he's sitting there doing a calculator and I legit had an interview earlier today with a mathematician. At Carnegie Mellon University, <laughs> this is this is this is my, the day in math and how. So it's you want to know how many losses she has in WWE? How many? Seven hundred twenty-six. Jeez! Jeez. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay. All right. What I say? What I say? The wins were five ninety-five. Listen, man, she's experienced. That, that, she has one hundred thirty-one more losses than she does wins. She has experience. Okay. She, you know what? She still has more lo- more wins than you. Yeah, she's got experience like Loki has experience taking over Earth. Like, you know. What is, now, what is the, the I have experience with does not mean you were successful with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, idea, right? Mm-hmm. Now, um, 
if you want to compare this uh, to, let's say, Charlotte Flair. Yeah, yeah you know, why not? Um, Charlotte Flair has 490 wins in her career. And this is all WWE, so I don't have to do any math. Charlotte, overall, in her career, has a 55.9% winning ratio. You know what? This is a good time. Mike, thank you. Yeah. This is a good time to mention. There's mm-hmm. a very special project that's been in the works um, that Mike doesn't even know about. Um, and unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I, I wanted Matt to be here to tell you about it. Uh, okay. So uh, Matt has been oh, sending boy, me... Oh, I just found something even crazier. Oh, what's that? Sorry. Sorry. Okay, we'll come back around. That's a teaser. Yeah. So, so we are debuting on the Wrestling Mayhem show Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern Time, uh, uh, Facebook Live, Periscope, and uh, the YouTubes. Uh, we are going to have a music video of sorts that oh, was boy. made. That's a, a very it. It was made. It was made from Bobby F. J. Towns' I, tweets. I know what you're talking about? Yeah, now. yeah, and it was made from it's. It, uh, it, it is a very special music video, and I'm trying to pull it up here so I can grab the title. Um, it's going to be a, a special music video and song performance. Is this our first musical performance on the Mayhem show? Maybe um, in our in our illustrious um, 15 proper years? Proper musical performance? Yes. I mean, it's going to be a pre-recorded musical performance, but wait, it is. Wait, a, wait. but who, who's who's the uh, who, who's the artist? Uh, the artist is uh, Mainstream Matt. Musical guest, mainstream Matt Garland. Yes, you get to do that tomorrow. Um, So we will be debuting the music video slash audio for you podcast listeners of Charlotte 40 shows uh, uh, live on the Wrestling Mayhem show Tuesday night. Uh, So if you want to be there and be the first to witness it, please join us there live on the video feeds over there. Um, and, and of course we will have this distributed otherwise for people on other formats. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Mike, it is tremendous. It is a piece of absolute art. Um, I'm going to have to, you're probably gonna have to watch it in advance since we don't have video feeds for you live. Uh, but damn it. Um, I am terrified by this. (laughs) You should be, you should be. Oh, geez. Oh, so, geez. so Sorg, um, after I, I looked up Charlotte Flair, I'm like, let's see, who's the male equivalent of Charlotte Flair? <laughs> so, I looked, so I looked up Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, who has also had his entire career in WWE. Roman has had 1,201 matches in WWE. Okay. What do you think his win percentage is? Win percentage. Keep in mind, Charlotte's win percentage was basically fifty six percent. Fifty six percent. That's Charlotte. His eighty percent. Seventy three point nine. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The only year Roman has had below a seventy win percentage was. His first year in the business and 2013. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I think he was injured for a while. <laughs> nope, there you go. There you go. Uh Mike, I, I'm tired of talking about wrestling. Uh <laughs> how are you doing? Nothing happened on Raw tonight. I, I think a lot happened on Raw tonight. It's just it's what? it's really? everything is not I mean 
I, I, name, give me one thing that happened. Happened? Yeah, that we didn't already know. Uh, Our truth is the 24 7 champion again. I, and water is wet. I learned Ricochet, Cedric, and uh, who's the third one? And Apollo's real names. Oh, okay. By our truth. Yeah, all right. Okay, all right. Things I didn't know. I didn't know that Natalia was the savior of the next generation of women's evolution. That that's pending citation on Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. All right. I I didn't know that. I love watching Samoa Joe, uh, yelling, trying to keep order to a contract signing that's broken down like it's a litter of puppies, um, broken out at a kennel that he's trying to uh, uh keep control. Um, also, uh, 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 none of us noticed that Samoa Joe's hair has kept growing over the last couple of months until tonight. Uh. That was that was a discovery, Mike. I learned a lot tonight. Actually, I don't know where okay. this is coming from. I I learned I learned I want more Ruby Ruby and and uh, iconic situation. I, I, yeah, I, that I, would be that would be lovely. I mean, I learned uh, I learned uh, 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 the MVP Apollo. I thought was pretty fantastic. Um, I <laughs> uh, that whole situation was interesting. Um, what else did I learn? I learned about the horror show. Is a pay per view that we're going to watch. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> so, I'm. The fuck is this? Swamp I, see, match? listen, like, man. I, I. So I, I saw the little bits where they kind of announced like that match, like the little thing from SmackDown uh-huh. they showed tonight. And I'm like going through YouTube's, and they start getting into like the promo for Braun. That's that's pretty much announcing it, and he's talking about like, listen, man. I, I, you know, good on him for memorization, but. I am not down with uh, story time with Braun. No, it's no. it's it's like Braun is standing in the ring, being Braun, trying to tell me a ghost story, and it's just you, like Braun should not be this detailed. Like Braun, Braun should, should not just Braun should just be yelling at people and destroying things and flipping ambulances. I mm-hmm. don't. It's like Braun, you're the champion. You got to go out and talk for five minutes. Memorize this. Like, well, I keep in mind, Braun was never supposed to be a champion. It would, no, it was, oh, so all of these written were actually supposed to be for Roman. Now put that in your head, right? So no, honestly, it probably was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, other than the it the probably was other than the illusions of of you know, hey, I will used to be part of your cult kind of thing. No, I I guarantee that was probably part of it too. Only instead of. Bray talking about someone being in the fold, he would have talked about Shield versus Wyatt family. Okay, like you were part of a brotherhood too, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. Okay, I get that. I get that. I I, I could absolutely see that. Like, mm-hmm. but what I don't get is how do you do a Wyatt swap match without the other members of the Wyatt family? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. like, Mercy the Buzzard hold a fucking toy. Spider? I don't know. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. It'll be as weird as that Funhouse match, for all we know, right? Maybe it will be. Yeah, maybe it'll be like that. Where yeah, the character like, of Braun ain't that deep to do a Funhouse match. No, 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 it isn't. No, it isn't. I mean, See, that's this is this is what I really worry about. It's gonna be the House of Horrors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gonna be that. Like, it's not gonna be the Boneyard match because the Boneyard match drew off the legacy of Taker. Like, that's the only reason that worked. Yeah. Funhouse match drew off the legacy of John Cena and his history with Wyatt. That's the only reason that worked. Right. This is going to be like 
Uh, I, I don't even know what this is going to be. It's going to be a horror show, apparently. <laughs> ah, you know what? It, it sets your expectations. And you know what? If it's still Braun versus Bray Wyatt, Braun's winning that match. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, like, uh, I wonder if they've just retired the Fiend character altogether. Mm. Maybe it's not the time for it with everything going on. I, I know, but like, but let, all right, so let's, let's do a for instance. Okay. Braun wins the swamp match. Mm-hmm. And then Braun comes out and says, oh, I beat Bray Wyatt in the swamp. You know, I bowed all my demons. And then the Fiend comes out. And the Fiend rules ass, and it's like, well, why the fuck didn't you just do that in the first place? It's the Finn Balor uh, demon problem. Yeah, but... It it, it's it's the, be. why isn't he the, the demon all the time? And then the, points where it would have made sense for him to be demon, we didn't. You know, it really kind of like, wh- where, wh- what's the point of the demon if we're not going to do it, right? Um, right. You know, it, it's, it's attention. It's time and attention is, is what it ends up being. You had it in yeah. NXT and you could do it right and do fantastic with it. Made it a big thing. It, it's so, you know, it used to be, used to be, uh, you would see people in different promotions and they'll be like, why isn't this special? How did this person like do this in TNA and it didn't feel special? Or this person left WWE for TNA and it doesn't feel special. They go to WWE and it's like, this feels special. This is a WrestleMania moment. This is a big moment on a backlash. This is, this is like, you know, got me going, you know, and, and it seems like that has altered where that happens on NXT, but doesn't happen other places. I mean, this is the same thing we've talked about for, for ages where, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, they put attention into people that, you know, that, you know, aren't, don't look like Roman Reigns, don't look like Braun Strowman, you know, is the thing. So we'll see. We'll see. And, you know, everybody gets lost in the shuffle. You know, you just have a nice mid-card of a bunch of people that used to be NXT champion. That's yeah. where we're at. And that's how that's how it's structured. But you got a lot of people at your disposal when half of them stay home for a lockdown and quarantine. So yeah, that's, like, that's uh, how it plays. It's playing the numbers game, Mike. It's playing the numbers like, game. Everyone's on the same level. Yeah, it is. Yep. Everyone's on the same. Like, we're playing the same like, game. Everybody's on the same team. There's nobody, no, but, there's nobody, but, there's no other team. WWE's its own team, man. But, but Sorg, with everyone being on the same level, there's nothing that stands out. Nope. It's the same problem Impact had. That's mm-hmm. why 50-50 booking is fucking terrible. Yep. And it's... Well, like, it's how am I supposed to believe Andrade and Garza can beat the Street Profits when, you know, they fucking lose... Almost every week to Apollo Crews. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's where we're at. Mike? I, yeah. How about we uh, table this and continue to solve the problems of professional wrestling tomorrow night? We have, uh, we we have, music, have, we have music to look forward to. We have our home I, assignment. I'm not looking forward to that. I, I just got Charlotte off of my screen. Mm. I. So is this like in memoriam of Charlotte? Like, <laughs> uh, what's going on? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I'm, like, why, why did Nia Jax get rid of Charlotte and then just completely stay off television? Yeah, yeah. Um, and where, sort where is Shayna Baszler? It's a good question. I'd like to know. I would like to know where Shayna Baszler. Where are is. you, like, well, Shayna? Are you okay? Let can us. We know. put her on a milk carton or something. Because I would imagine she would have something to say about the Sasha and Oscar thing. I would not have a milk carton within reach. 
<laughs> Anyways, uh, Mad Mike four eight three on the Twitters. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Go, go. Yeah, still go to up, up, down, down. Watch people play Uno. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, and also watch Battle of the Brands mm-hmm. because. All right, so Sork, have you? Do you know? Because you haven't been watching Battle of the Brands, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, is that the SmackDown versus Raw thing? Yeah. I, I was into like season two and, and okay. fell off. Okay. So what they're doing for this season is whenever they have a pay-per-view, they have what they call a gentleman's agreement pay-per-view brunch. <laughs> where, where instead of simulating the matches, they do a live feed on YouTube and they watch the matches. It is a delight. Fantastic! It is a like if you want to catch up, just watch the live streams mm-hmm. of their gentlemen's brunches. Uh, fantastic! Go check it out. Also scheduled to to join us, our uh, manager Farnsworth Investments should be joining us on the show. Uh, so tune in for that. Oh boy! Thank you, everybody. We'll see you then. Mayhem out. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.